Joe Biden is facing heavy criticism from the left and the right over his presidential announcement video where he references Charlottesville. Now, the right is upset because Biden played up the narrative that Trump was praising neo-Nazis. But the left is upset because Biden appears to be pretending to be a progressive activist, and it seems like he's pandering. I'm not surprised the right is criticizing Biden. He's a Democrat. But it is shocking to see the Democrats and other people on the left coming for Joe Biden. This is another example of the Democrats getting woke and going broke. If you're not familiar with that phrase, it's used to refer to when a business panders to the woke identity politics and then loses money. The Democrats, be it the far left or the centrists, have been playing up this narrative and it's just causing strife within the party and what Barack Obama called a circular firing squad. They are eating their own. As I reported a few days ago, 20% of Bernie Sanders voters would rather have Trump over any other Democrat. If the Democrats don't come together because they're embracing identity politics, which puts them at odds with each other, then no one will be able to defeat Donald Trump. A recent report from Mediaite said, if Joe Biden isn't woke enough, then who do they have to beat Trump? In reality, they probably don't have anyone. Today, let's take a look at the various criticisms coming for Joe Biden, and I want to talk about how the Democrats are getting woke and going broke. But before we get started, make sure you go to minds.com slash Timcast and follow me there. I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket, particularly a biased and censorious basket. So if anything happens to this channel or any other social media account, you can find me at minds.com slash Timcast. And if you want to support this video, just share it on social media to help spread the news. It was a question posed earlier this month. If Joe Biden is no longer woke enough, do Democrats have anyone else who can reliably beat Trump? The story mostly talks about the Me Too controversy over creepy Uncle Joe Biden, as they call him. That's the meme, where they refer to all of the creepy things Joe Biden does, where he strokes women and sniffs their hair. But the criticism of Biden only got worse when he announced. From the New York Times, they say, Laying out for the first time why he wanted to run for president, Mr. Biden invoked the white supremacist march through Charlottesville that ended in bloodshed in 2017, and Mr. Trump's comment that there were very fine people on both sides. In that moment, Mr. Biden said in the video, I knew the threat to our nation was unlike any I'd ever seen in my lifetime. Joe Biden is doing what he thinks he needs to do to get the most possible votes. He's a little woke, but not too woke. He's criticized white man's culture, but he hasn't gone full hardcore SJW, as they would say. But it doesn't matter. The Democratic Party is getting more woke, and this means they're going to be split between moderates and the far left. The far left is not likely to support a centrist Democrat like Joe Biden. In fact, they will heavily criticize him the entire time over his creepy groping of women or his invoking of Charlottesville when he's not a progressive activist. Antifa activist Lacey McCauley said, I was standing at the intersection when the terror attack occurred in Charlottesville. Before and since that attack, our Antifa tactics have been questioned by people on the left, especially centrist Democrats. But our resistance works. We will resist despite critics always. She said this in response to a comment from CrimeThink. It wasn't Democrats like Joe Biden who stood up to fascists in Charlottesville. It was anarchists, local people of color, revolutionaries. Politicians try to co-opt our grassroots resistance, but can never replace it. Aaron Rupar, a reporter for Vox, tweeted this. Not a good look from Joe Biden at all. Heather Heyer's mom, Susan Bro, is on CNN talking about how Biden didn't even contact her before making Heather, who was murdered in Charlottesville in 2017, the centerpiece of his campaign opening video. You can define this group of people on the left in many different ways. Typically, I refer to them as the identitarian left or the regressive left. 
But one thing is true. They're rather authoritarian and they are in what Obama called a circular firing squad. So many people associated with this group want to signal their wokeness or how good they are, virtue signaling as they call it, that they will actually attack each other for perceived transgressions. If they truly want to beat Donald Trump, then they need to unify around a candidate. They didn't do it in 2016 with Hillary, and they likely won't do it in this election either. And everyone knows it. Yesterday, we saw this story from the New York Post. Social justice warriors are going to utterly maul Joe Biden. Even before launching his 2020 presidential bid, Joe Biden knelt at the altar of identity grievance. He will kneel and kneel some more through the campaign. None of it will be enough. And he is destined to be mauled by the modern left's grievance mongers. The woke social justice movement rules today's Democrats. And the party's candidates are ranked for fitness on a crude, ever-shifting scale of intersectionality used to determine who is most oppressed. If a candidate can claim oppression based on race, gender, or sexuality, he or she can move forward. If he is deemed to have privilege, God help him. But before Biden officially announced his campaign on Thursday, he said at an event in January 2019, the bottom line is we have a lot to do to root out, but most of all, the systemic racism that most of us whites don't like to acknowledge even exists. This was, of course, said at Al Sharpton's National Action Network, because a key qualification in competing for the party's nomination is to kiss the ring of that paragon of virtue. We don't even consciously acknowledge it, Biden continued, but it's been built into every aspect of our system. Anticipating that his party would demand he account for his part in the 1991 Clarence Thomas Supreme Court confirmation hearings, Biden has preemptively apologized for that too, twice. The story concludes by saying Biden can't win. There are women, African-Americans, a Latino, and at least one gay man in the 2020 Democratic field. The social justice crowd will thank Biden for conforming to the latest woke doctrines, then kindly ask him to step aside for a candidate more properly oppressed. The division here is real. Like I said, Joe Biden's trying to do whatever he can to get the largest group of voters, but the divide is there. It's not just left and right anymore. The left is in some kind of internal battle for itself. I'm a really good example of it. I've always been on the left. I still consider myself on the left, but these woke leftists don't consider me on the left. Although most of my friends who are liberals who have disengaged would probably still consider me a liberal and basically every single conservative would still consider me a liberal. That says something really important. If I think I'm on the left and I'm at odds with those people and they think they're on the left and they're at odds with me, we are not unified. There are some people I would consider voting for, but most of them I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't vote for Joe Biden and neither would they. Who then can receive the nomination and actually win? It's not just about Joe Biden trying to get woke. It's about the Democratic Party as a whole. Many Democrats get woke and then say, because of this oppression issue or because of how Joe Biden treated this group, I won't vote for him. That is going to fracture the base and it's going to result in Republicans winning over and over again. And I can use the Hidden Tribes report once again to make this point. While I frequently reference that progressive activists are a tiny group and conservatives are much larger at 25%, think about this. If traditional and passive liberals are pushed away because progressives will attack someone like Joe Biden, then you might as well take this 11 and 15% and throw them in with the conservatives. But even if these passive and traditional liberals just bow out of the fight, let's say they don't get involved at all, you're going to see moderates move to supporting the conservatives. One of the recurring themes I heard visiting these Trump rallies was that Trump opposed political correctness. And that's a big issue for a lot of people. What that really means is they do not support left-wing identity politics. The Democrats embracing this form of politicking 
is causing them serious damage and it's pushing people away. And even pushing away one person is enough to cause serious damage. If people don't vote, they will lose. If Bernie voters go for Trump, they will lose. And if people like me don't support the nominee, they will also lose. But so long as the left is fighting amongst itself, then there's not going to be a Democratic president. It's an issue that many on the far left are seriously concerned with. Daily Coast, a far left website, wrote this story. Roughly 20% of Sanders voters would rather vote for Trump if Warren Harris or Buttigieg win. And they call this unfortunate news coming out of a recent release of polling results from Emerson. And unfortunately for those who truly hate Donald Trump, the real clear politics average has Joe Biden up 6.3 points. Not only that, but the U.S. economy grew a strong 3.2% rate, blowing out expectations, which is more good news for Trump. A couple days ago, we saw this story from the Washington Post. Is the new Democratic Party too woke to nominate Joe Biden? And the answer is yes. But it's not necessarily about being too woke. It's just that there's enough woke people who won't support whoever the nominee is, giving Trump the win. They need my vote. They need people like me. But me and my friends will not be supporting a woke identitarian. Kirsten Gillibrand was polling at 0%, according to Emerson, and she went full speed into wokeness. Getting woke is making the Democrats go broke. They are playing with a chaotic force that has no real goals. And the reason I say they have no goals is because their goals are conflicting with each other. And a positive and a negative equals zero. They're not actually fighting for anything when they actively support racist policies against minorities while simultaneously claiming they don't. And the Democrats need to tell these people off. Maybe you will lose this time around. Maybe you will lose again in 2024. But if Joe Biden and other Democrats don't take a stand today and say enough, they'll just keep losing because they keep trying to placate the woke generation, this small group, less than 8% of the country that believes in nonsense. They need to be told off and the Democrats need to come together around core ideas like the conservatives are, like the Republicans are. But it seems like they won't do it. There are some people who have. Tulsi Gabbard, for instance, in an interview with Michael Tracy, where she said, identity politics is dividing us. She said it was bad. Will we see that from mainstream Democrats? Of course we won't. There won't be unity. The Democrats are getting woke and going broke because of it. They won't push them away and they need to do it. But let me know what you think in the comments below. We'll keep the conversation going. You can follow me on Minds at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. Eastern. And I'll have more videos for you on my second channel, youtube.com slash timcastnews, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all next time.